How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. This morning on America's Newsroom on Fox News Channel, I debated yet another aspect of this movie American Sniper and various opinions about the movie and about the guy that the movie was made about. There was a tweet proclaiming, quote, snipers aren't heroes that netted a barrage of criticism when documentary filmmaker Michael Moore tweeted it. Now, he tried to explain where that sentiment came from. It came from his father, who's a veteran. The controversial tweet came on Sunday. American Sniper, the Oscar-nominated biopic of the former Navy SEAL and sharpshooter, won at the box office in highest ticket sales over the weekend. This is what Michael Moore tweeted. My uncle was killed by a sniper in WW2. We were taught snipers were cowards. We'll shoot you in the back. Snipers aren't heroes, and invaders are worse. The backlash soon followed. Former U.S. House Speaker and CNN contributor Newt Gingrich invited Moore to spend time with terrorist cells overseas. So becoming, right? Then weigh in on the value of snipers. But Moore explained his tweet in a Facebook post, quote, My dad was in the 1st Marine Division in the South Pacific in World War II. His brother, my uncle Lawrence Moore, was an Army paratrooper and was killed by a Japanese sniper 70 years ago next month. My dad always said snipers are cowards. They don't believe in a fair fight like someone coming up from behind you and cold cocking you. Just isn't right. It's cowardly to shoot a person in the back. Only a coward will shoot someone who can't shoot back. Now, Michael Moore is the director of Fahrenheit 9-11, Bowling for Columbine and others. He has been a staunch advocate for stricter gun control in the United States and laws for stricter gun control. And he has statements that are known to court controversy in the past, so that's not a big surprise. But Michael really stressed that his comments were not a jab at the movie American Sniper. It earned, by the way, $105 million in weekend ticket sales and nabbed six Academy Award nominations last week, including Best Picture, the box office take trumped previous records for an opening in January. He said, quote, I didn't say a word about American Sniper in my tweets. That's what he wrote on Facebook. He said, here's what I think about American Sniper. Awesome performance from Bradley Cooper. One of the best of the year. Great editing, costumes, hair, makeup, superb. Now, following the initial tweet, Deadline.com and The Hollywood Reporter posted stories that connected Moore's comments with American Sniper. This film is by Clint Eastwood a known Republican who's held office as a Republican and who also is very pro-gun. The film about Chris Kyle, the Navy SEAL, that, like I said, broke records over the weekend. Moore never mentioned American Sniper by name, but because of the timing, a lot of folks took in the connection. Some other things that went on. Not everyone is a fan of American Sniper. That's what actor Seth Rogen said. He equated the war drama to a Nazi propaganda film shown in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. He got crap for it. He backpedaled about it. 
Okay? And then there was a woman who was tweeting about some of the things and posting on Facebook and Twitter about some of the things that Chris Kyle had said in his own words. He taught, he said, and it was taken out of context, but in paraphrasing that, you know, he said that they were pretty much taught that if you see a guy, anyone 16 or over in Iraq, you know, not that it was said in exact words, but you shoot him. I mean, you take it out of context. If you see somebody, a male 16 or over in Iraq, just shoot him. That doesn't make Chris Kyle look like much of a hero. Also, when Chris Kyle was interviewed and when he spoke about being a sniper and being involved in the war in Iraq, he said his job was fun. Now, I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it or read the book. But snipers don't just kill adults, is all I will say. And I think that for many who are uncomfortable with killing people, not all who are terrorists, by the way. Any sniper will tell you that. Especially children. For those that are uncomfortable with war and don't like it, for those that are uncomfortable with guns or killing and don't like it, they're not going to like this film. And many of them aren't going to like this man who Bradley Cooper portrays. And many won't feel that he is a hero. Now, I have said before, and I'll say it again, I said it on TV today, I said it on TV last week, I said it on the radio show last week, and I say it again today. I do not believe this film is about war or this war. And speaking of, it is this war. American Sniper is based on the life of Chris Kyle, who was a sniper in Iraq. A war which originally the majority of Americans wanted, and when they found out we invaded a sovereign nation based on a lie, quickly changed their tune. And that didn't just fall along lines of political ideology. So there are people that are very much against war and they come out against warlike films. There are people that are not going to support Clint Eastwood because he's a Republican and he's pro-gun who don't like him. Republicans are pro-gun people. There are people that not are against war but we're against that war and the reason we got into war based on a lie and that we invaded a sovereign nation and we violated international law and therefore they're going to be very critical of this picture. And there are those that have read the book, have read everything written about Chris Kyle, have seen the movie and have an opinion that Chris Kyle, in their opinion, is not a hero. Now I want to be very clear about that too. My father was in the Navy in the Korean War. My uncle was in Vietnam. My cousin was a Marine in Desert Storm 1 and 2 and serves still in the reserves. My uncle fought as a Jew against the Germans in World War II. The only branch of the service pretty much my family hasn't been a part of is the Army because we're flat-footed, most of us, myself included, and... They don't let you in. But Air Force, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, 
my family has been a part of. And I say that because I think people have this idea that liberals like me hate our military. God, no. But you know what I do hate? And like my son would say, hate's a strong word, mommy. I taught him that. Every time he said hate, I'd say, buddy, hate is a strong word. So every time I say it, my words come back at me. And it is a strong word, but I do hate this. Every man and woman that puts their life on the line for my freedom is a hero in one capacity or another, in my opinion. And that includes Chris Kyle. However, the woman who posted on Twitter and Facebook things that Chris Kyle had said in his journal about thinking it fun, it was fun, who doesn't think he's a hero, anybody who doesn't think he's a hero, anybody who doesn't like this film, or anybody who doesn't like a film about the military has that right. And by the way, Chris Kyle went overseas to Iraq when we invaded a sovereign nation based on a lie, which was not his decision, and killed allegedly 100-plus people for what? To protect us, and what's the other thing he was protecting with those bullets? Our freedom. The First Amendment does not say that you have the freedom of speech unless it involves a military member. That's just not how it is. I saw on Facebook earlier today, somebody who was speaking was in the military about cowards. Cowards are people who don't put on the uniform, but stay here as others put on the uniform and go overseas and fight for their freedom. I would be so impressed with the military and even Chris Kyle's widow, if they would stand up and say, that's what Chris fought for. And that's what the men and women in uniform for the United States Armed Services, Armed Forces fight for. And you know what? That's why they're heroes. Because they died for you to have the freedom to dog them, to diss them, to criticize them. That's what makes America great. There are countries, Iran, even Russia. Oh, you'd be hauled off, thrown in a jail cell, tortured, raped, killed, disappear for having such an opinion against a political entity, power, a decision by leaders based on war or perhaps even the military. Is that what you want America to be? And I think we all feel that ISIS is having a lot of fun beheading people, and we don't want to feel, I know I don't, that as an American, my tax dollars are paying for military to, quote, have fun killing people. I don't want it to be fun. Yes, it's necessary sometimes. It's a hard pill to swallow. But I don't want it to be fun. And I think another thing this movie does is it shows how we take human beings and we make them into killing machines and some of their humanity is lost. And I think Chris Kyle is evident, is pure proof of that in his own writings and and some of his actions and some of his struggles. And another thing. This morning, people were saying, oh, Hollywood, the leftist in Hollywood. And let, let, let. let me tell you something. I am in Los Angeles. I am sitting 20 minutes, not even. It's L.A. I'm probably 10 miles. It'll take me 20 minutes with all the damn traffic here from Hollywood. Hollywood financed this film. Hollywood distributed this film. Hollywood's happy you like or don't like the film. Just keep talking about it. Just keep going to see it. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching every time you buy a ticket. 
So please don't tell me that the leftists in Hollywood don't like this movie. Because it's a great movie. Bradley Cooper did a hell of a job acting. But movies are subjective. They are based on personal taste. And if you put out a movie about any subject matter, there's always going to be somebody who's offended or doesn't like it, and that's how it is. You don't like it? Don't put the damn movie out. Quit your whining. Go see the movie. If you like it, you like it. If you think the guy's a hero, you do. But if you don't, you have the freedom that he fought for and he killed over 100 people for and all the other men and women in our military for us to be able to proclaim. Hollywood made a ton of money over the weekend. Bradley Cooper, he's part of Hollywood. He's not in the military. He plays one on a, fil- on a screen, okay? But he's not a member of the military. And Clint Eastwood, he's not a member of the military. He is a member of Hollywood. He's in, he was an actor, and he's been a director of many films. And when his name's attached to something, people sign up very quickly. Because he makes great films, he directs great films, and he brings money in. Hollywood is about business. They re- You know what? They may write checks to Democrats to get them elected, but that doesn't mean they're anti-military or anti-war. Honestly, they might be anti-military or anti-war, but you know what? If, if, an anti- if a pro-war and pro-military film makes them money, they're all for it. And uh, by the way, American Sniper is proof of that. So one of the things that bothers me, going back to that woman, is on Twitter and Facebook, she said she didn't think Chris Kyle was a hero because he said that his job was fun. And she, as a woman, was offended that he thought it was fun to kill children. Well, let me ask you something. What do you think happened? She got death threats. Whatever happened to her freedom of speech? Like I said, the First Amendment doesn't say you have the freedom of speech to talk about anything except the U.S. military or questioning the heroics of one of its members. Pick up the phone and join me, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Like I said, there have been death threats. To some who don't think Chris Kyle is a hero. Whatever happened to free speech? And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Talking to you, uh, soldiers fight for our freedom of speech. So why do people get death threats? Even Seth Rogen and Michael Moore. Let's go to Kevin in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Line three. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Good afternoon and welcome. Yeah. You've been talking about how our soldiers fight for our freedoms, and boy, I just I just really don't agree with that statement, and I'll tell you why. I feel like their major interest is for oil shipping lanes, and our military and the $600 billion-plus we spend on it, more than the next 26 nations combined, all goes to defend corporate interests and has nothing to do with defending our freedoms here at home. Yeah, but is that is that? Wait a minute. A soldier does what they're told. So I wouldn't disagree that the lies about WMDs uh, that were told by uh, President Bush with Dick Cheney whispering in his ear uh, were based on our ability not only to have oil, but to I think Subway was the first company that was in Iraq, if uh, I'm not mistaken, after uh, toppling Saddam Hussein and his regime. Um, so definitely it is uh, about finance or about oil. And I think every war has some aspect of that unless we are uh, attacked. And they use the attack of 9-11 in a very roundabout, you can't connect the dots actually way. 
back. It's Peter back. Let's go back to Kevin and Santa Fe, patiently holding there on line three. Kevin, thank you for holding. So, you know, your point that the war is not about, uh, you know, saving lives or our freedom and fighting for our freedom or even our security, but about profit, about oil, about, you know, big money. I don't disagree about the latter, but the soldiers are doing what they're told, and they're often not told uh, the real reason. They're not told, oh, you're going to Iraq for oil. They're, go- they- they're told you're going to Iraq because we believe there are WMDs. We ta- have to take down Saddam Hussein. He's killing his people, et cetera, et cetera. Do you remember what a free speech zone was at a Bush-Cheney event? Yeah. You were put behind uh, hurricane fencing with razor-topped wire. Correct, correct. <laughs> um, anyway, it's like – it's memories like that. It's like they were – But, but I, again, I again, 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 the soldiers did not make that decision. Um, and, and uh, you know, I mean, God love our soldiers. I, I'm not just – I'm not trying to diss them, but there's a culture – Inside the military, um, you know, and and, and this is born. Uh, have have you been in the military? Uh, only as a dependent. Okay, I was and, raised. And, what, on and you say you say there's a, there's a culture. Tell Europe. tell me what the culture is that you believe uh, in the military. Um, that th- uh, what I believe is that when they go over to some place like Iraq, um, that they demean and belittle the culture and the people there, even as they're sent to so-called liberate them. And that, um, I'm sorry, this is, it's derogatory phrases that they use to describe them like raghead and hotji. Um, um, please, um, I'm only using those as examples. But that's how they refer to them. And the act of even our private contractors like Blackwater sitting on a rooftop and gunning them down in a square. And then when we want free speech to release the video of that happening, everybody here is attacked for being anti-American. Um, but well, no, like, I know. I will agree with you on one thing. We do seem to get, and especially during Bush's presidency, we did seem to get attacked as not being uh, patriotic or as being un-American. When, you know, pe- pe- well, people that want to burn flags or people that don't agree with their government or certainly uh, with the military and, and especially with the military, you know, after there's a terrorist attack, even, at, at, you know, uh, you know, I think also the timing of this American snipers, you know, released after the attack in Paris on Charlie Hebdo. And so, you know, people have that more, you know, we want G.I. Joe to go save our ass mindset. And, uh, you know, I, I don't feel that Chris Kyle was shooting people because he believed this would help us to control geographically a rich oil uh, resource-laden part of the world. I I hear what you have to say, but then again, and I haven't served in the military either, um, and I understand you're a dependent as I am of, uh, you know, those in the military, but it it doesn't, I can't can't tell you what goes on inside the military from that uh, point of view, that perspective. Kevin, thank you for the call. Let's go to Paul in Washington, line four. Paul, good afternoon and welcome. Uh, hello, Leslie. I, I, at first, I wasn't sure uh, exactly what you were getting at with your monologue, but now that I've listened to your conversation with Kevin, I, I, I think I, I, I disagree with you um, in this sense. Well, my, uh, point, just... my point in the monologue was that I think it's wrong to threaten the lives of and to attack Michael Moore, Seth Rogen, and people who didn't like the film, mm-hmm. because okay. that's what these soldiers were fighting for. And people can certainly... 
you know, believe Chris Kyle's a hero or not, or like the film or not, that's all very subjective. But the First oh. Amendment covers all of it. And okay, the First well, Amendment I... is what – the First Amendment is allegedly – uh, why, 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 why are military called freedom fighters? I, I mean, no that's idea. one of the freedoms they're fighting for. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, the, I think that's a, that's just a, that's just something that somebody. I, I don't think that they they were there fighting for that free speech. That we were not in Iraq. Free speech was our involvement in Iraq had nothing whatsoever. To but do. you're but you're illustrating but you're illustrating my other point, which is uh-huh. it's not just war that you know that a lot of people who don't like this movie don't like. Mm-hmm. It's that war. It's how we got into that war. It's right. the fact that we invaded and we illegally invaded a sovereign nation, broke international law based on a lie that our president told us and our Congress. Right. Okay. So, but what you said to the previous caller was that, but that's not on the soldiers. No, it's not. Okay. You, it's not. I mean, no, no. When you're in the military, okay. When you're okay. in the military, you get orders. And if you refuse those orders, you're no longer in the military. Well, Chris, Ky- Chris Kyle took orders. When Chris Kyle's told to, you know, who to take out, does he always know who to take out? Is he prote- have you have you seen have you read the book or seen the film and seen the people that he's killed and why? No, but I I I I, I think I've heard interviews with him. But let me put it this way: I'm sorry, but President George W. Bush defiled the honor of those soldiers. I know it's hard work. And I thank them for the I don't disagree, but if no offense, if you haven't seen the movie and you haven't read the book, then I don't understand how you're speaking to what Chris Kyle did or any military member in Iraq based on this movie, because that's what we're talking about is the movie. Leslie, I don't know how we're going to sing together. You keep stepping on my lines here. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Paul. You got the, you got the mic. Look it. Look it. I don't think there's been a war in your lifetime or mine in which uh, freedom, the First Amendment, or freedom in this country has been under assault. And so I think that it's fair to say that, look, I've, I, I taught high school for almost 30 years. Honestly, I think I've done more to, to protect free speech in this country than the soldiers that have gone to wars in, this, since in the last 50 years uh, have done, because freedom of speech has not been under assault from foreign forces in this country. If anything, freedom of speech has been under assault through ignorance and domestic forces in this country. So you don't so, think you don't think the attack on on the offices of Charlie Hebdo are even touch us because it was on French soil when it comes to uh, attacking people who make choices to print and to a freedom of, of the press to say and to to draw what they choose. I think that was an attack on freedom of expression, but it was not an attack on the First Amendment in this country, and it was not. A, and, and the U.S. military had nothing to do with it. So you're kind of you're kind of moving. No, 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 no. I'm no, I'm no, I'm not. You're not following. Wait, Paul, you're not following me. When when we were attacked on 9/11, why do you believe that the United States was the target? There are a lot of a lot of other Western industrialized nations. Why was the United States attacked, in your opinion, uh, based on what we know on September 11th? Well, I say, well, see, first of all, it was not an attack on free speech. It was an attack on it was a political retribution for uh, what the, the United States' involvement in the Middle East and in uh, and in Iran and in Afghanistan. That's what the attack is. That's, I don't know why people don't get this, but the the the, the defilement of uh, wait, the, and the, I agree, the, and I agree, and I agree with you. Okay. Is it an attack on your freedom when you get on a plane and because of terrorism in this country or attempted terrorist attacks in this country, you have to take your belt off and your shoes off, and people toss your bags and pull you aside, and 
put you under a certain amount of radiation and a scan and pat your body down. Is is that a violation of any of your freedoms? No, because I I choose to get on the airplane. I could I could walk. I could hitchhike. I could drive. But you I didn't have to do that before we were attacked. So what? You know what? It might be a, just a good idea if. And by the way, you don't have to. Leslie, you don't have to do all those things. If you look at the TSA website, you don't. Have Paul, to you're do not all getting you're not getting my point. My point is that when we were attacked. Our way of life, our freedoms, all of them, including the First Amendment, were and still, I believe, are under attack. And I understand what you're saying about the sniper, but so let me ask you this. So you would rather that – go see the film and call me back. You would rather him not have shot any of the people he shot and those people have shot American soldiers that were sent there by our government. Would I rather not? Well, first of all, I won't see the movie because I don't get my kicks out of uh, violent movies. But uh, I, I would rather we. Me either, our, but I had to. I had to watch it. I had to watch that. it because of this. I had to watch it because I'm on TV about a radio. Uh, okay, about it. But normally, okay. no. I Leslie, hate blood. Leslie, you know what? I, my next door neighbor was killed in Vietnam. There were there's a, a plaque in the lobby of my high school with the, bearing the names of eight guys who went to school there who never came back from Vietnam. Okay, my uncle was killed, a man I never met, was killed in World War II. It was a few months after the war was over in, in Europe, yet he, his, his plane crashed uh, doing routine uh, reconnaissance over Germany after Germany had surrendered. It was very sad. He made it all the way through the war, four years through the war. He was bound, he was bound to come home in, by uh, Christmas of 1945. He was killed on April 29th, 1945. Was he a hero, or was that just a sad story? It's subjective. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. It's subjective. But you, you have the right to say it's subjective. You have the right to say he's a hero or not. I, I didn't and nobody should threaten your life over that, but I find it hypocritical that the men and women in the military, in my opinion, are, are ready to defend our freedoms, to, to fight for military, our safety. Wait, just, just because they're in the military, you're a hero? Just because they're in the military? No. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that just because you're in the military, if you go off on a, a if your commander in chief defiles your honor and sends you off on a mission that has absolutely no Again, honor in it, I I'm not arguing with you whether he's a hero or not because that's very subjective. Okay. Well, and I, and like but I, I disagree with you that they don't fight to protect our safety and our freedoms. I think teachers. Do, I think teachers do a hell of a lot more. I think te- I think teachers uh, en- enlighten and educate our students with regard to our-, our freedoms. I don't know what they do to protect our freedoms. I think teachers are grossly uh, under- un- underpaid and-, and devalued in this society, as many others are. I agree. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I but there's a big difference. There's a big difference between going into a classroom and getting on a plane and being shot at. Leslie, I apprehended two guns in my career as a teacher from students. So I did my share to protect other people. Well, I I hear what you're saying, but I I don't think anybody who's been in the military would agree with you there. I appreciate the call. I think it's the first time we disagreed. It's healthy for every relationship, Paul. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome and welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Tashira joins us on line one in Massachusetts, my original home state. Hey, Tashira, how you doing? Good afternoon. Yeah, hi. I'm doing fine, Leslie. And I just had a really quick comment about these people that are on the Internet threatening Michael Moore and Seth Rogen and that. 
Um, it's kind of funny because these are people that probably identify themselves as conservatives, but they would be the first ones to say, oh, look at those horrible Muslims threatening Salman Rushdie and going and shooting all these French journalists. And they're, like, endorsing the same kind of behavior. It's okay to um, shoot or kill somebody who threatens our military. That, that's kind of the same sort of fanatical idealism that they're showing. It's interesting uh, because I would agree with you that many of them would not, you know, call themselves conservatives and Christians, most likely. Yeah. Um, and uh, this one woman that, you know, tweeted and, you know, I'm uh, serious. I mean, na- nasty graphic, you know, description. As a matter of fact, one guy um, had a site down. I think one guy was arrested uh, oh. for the threats against her. And uh, Seth Rogen and Michael Moore are different. They're, you know, celebrities in the public eye. Yeah. Um, you know, she's not, this is, you know, she's writing, you know, her opinion, which, you know, we're all entitled to, oh, thankfully, course. in this country. Um, and, and you know, another thing, Seth, Ro- <laughs> Seth Rogen had a film that didn't even get distributed, you know, because <laughs> of political upheaval. But I, I agree with you. Your, your, right. your point is the hypocrisy. And that's yeah. what I don't like, the hypocrisy of those, you know, even those in the military. Right. You know, who who were saying, you know, that you're a coward if you don't, don't put on a bullet, bulletproof vest. Look, we can't all be in the military. No, we can't. And, and we can't we, we can't all be this. We can't all be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of hypocrisy, most of the people that go into an emergency room don't tell the, turn the Muslim doctor away, saving their ass. Literally. That's true. Oh, and I just had one one more quick comment about the wars and everything. I, I fully respect the military, you know, the people that join the military and I was actually in college involved for a while with a gentleman who was a Vietnam War vet who, like, suffered from Agent Orange, and he had a steel plate in his head and really bad PTSD, and, you know, it was a really bad situation. And he said, you know, I, I went and fought for this war for no purpose, and he really kind of felt horrible about it. But in my opinion, I think the only fully just war that we've had in the 20th and 21st century was World War II that my dad fought it in the Navy in the Pacific Theater. And that was a very obvious, you know, we were attacked. And also there were these nuts that were trying to take over the whole world and kill anybody they didn't like. And we would be speaking, well, you, you're in California, right? You'd be speaking yep. Japanese. And in Massachusetts, yep. we'd be speaking German. And in Africa, they'd be speaking Italian. You know, that, that's what would have happened. That, that was and the other war. thing is, I, no, I agree with you. The other thing is, look, if people don't feel, well, Iraq was about our First Amendment right, our freedom. Okay, I, I get that. I get that, okay? But... Bradley Cooper's character, character, Chris Kyle, was in Afghanistan. But there are Chris Kyles, mm. okay, snipers. Um, th- hello. Who killed Osama bin Laden? That's Navy true. Navy SEALs, okay? Um, did they save our, I don't know about you, living and breathing are, are quite quite a freedom I enjoy. <laughs> I, I should think so. And you don't, you do not have a choice when you join the military. Like my, my gentleman friend, Larry, that I dated in college, he had no choice to go, you know, he, he got, well, he got no. drafted, but some people do join. And when well, my dad joined, he didn't have a choice. What if it was a, an unjust war? Luckily, it was, was a just right. war. Well, yeah, but Vietnam, had, Korea, you know, Vietnam and Korea weren't about our freedoms. Yeah. I don't think we really even fully know still what that was about. But, uh, you know, the, the other thing is they sign up for various reasons, some to avoid prison, some yeah. because they didn't get into college, some because they want money for college, but some do sign up to go fight the bad guys right. to uh, save America, to be to be heroes. And, uh, and, and also because it can be a very good career for oh, some. Yeah. You know, it, it, does, it doesn't is. suit anyone. But at the end of the day, these people are signing up to be sent to put their lives on the line to sometimes 
kill or be killed for me That's and true. for you, whether we like it or not. And I don't always like some guard. of the things I hear about our military, mm-hmm. you know, but overall, you know, they are over there. And I'm not putting on a bulletproof vest. Oh, no. And, Leslie, if you're in the National Guard, which is part of the military, they frequently are sent here in the United States if there's disasters. I can remember we had a humongous snowstorm in 1993. I think it was. We had three feet of snow, like, in one day. And they were sending National Guard down our street on snowmobiles to check to make sure that old people were okay in their house and that they had enough food and whatnot. I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. You saw it during, yeah, absolutely, during Hurricane Katrina, the National yeah. Guard went in. Uh, uh, during um, uh, Sandy, uh, Hurricane Sandy, the National Guard, was, the, the, the National Guard, you know, some people may say that's not a free man. I guess it really depends on the description of freedom. To me, freedom isn't just about free speech. Right. Well, there's, there's safety and, and all of that. There's, there's a lot of different kinds of freedom, and I think that we should respect our military, but that doesn't mean we have to blindly say, oh, we must worship the military and can't criticize them. I mean, Larry, my friend that was a Vietnam vet, he was very much anti-war after then. He said, you know, I don't see what I was in as a just war, and I'm very concerned about other people you know, either being drafted or signing right. up and not knowing John, what Well, John Kerry. Or... John Kerry, yeah. you know, uh, came back as a vet before he was a senator yeah. and testified before Congress about horrific things that were done and that he did not agree with the war. He was considered to be uh, a traitor by many and still, uh, you know, by many. Certainly look at what happened to Swift Boat uh, Veterans oh, I, and the, I know. the campaign against right, when he ran yeah. for president. So I agree with you. Some very good points. Call me, call me again. I, I appreciate your call. A very pretty name. Uh, thank you for uh, the call today, Tashira. Let's go to Georgia now, a little south of Mass, on line five with Reggie. Hey, Reggie, good afternoon. What's your take on this? Oh, oh how you doing, Leslie? And happy uh, belated Martin Luther King Day to you, too. You, too. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, to all these people such as Michael Moore, Seth Rogen, and the woman on Facebook who's been getting all these death threats early, I hope they reported them to the FBI or to the local authorities. You know what I'm saying? Even celebrities aren't supposed to be. Well, that woman did, I believe, because one guy had his things taken down, not just his post, his account was taken down, and I I believe he or someone else was arrested. Good. And now, now guess who stuck her nose into this? Sarah Palin, who said it. That's true. Yeah, she attacked us, you know, you, myself, Stephanie Miller, and possibly a handful of others, saying that we Hollywood liberal leftists would like shiny shiny fake plastic objects like the awards passing them off to each other while spitting on the graves of our beloved falling, falling war veterans. What? That's what she said, and that we don't care about this country. Idiot. Exactly. Exactly. That's what she said. I read it on early on on the Internet today before yep. your show came on. Uh, yeah, no, she definitely is, uh, you know, uh, chimed in. Reggie, thank you uh, for that. Um, uh, and uh, there are, by the way, uh, let me see. I'm trying to, trying to find you the exact... Uh, Rania Kalek um, uh, quoted what uh, Chris Kyle said, kill every male you see. And she said, American psycho sniper Chris Kyle in the role of U.S. snipers in Iraq. Uh, another said, move your America-hating ass to Iraq. Let ISIS rape you, then cut your C-word head off, F-word media whore Muslim. And uh, she said, dear ISIS, please kidnap Rania Kalek. Cut her head off after all of you and your camels effort. That's just one example. Aren't we lovely? Aren't we lovely? We have the freedom to to do just that. What would Jesus do? <laughs>